Inverse Genius, episode 63, Fortnightly Birds Beats Beer. In this episode, the Party Gamecast joins us to talk about things like Alba, Wildlife Adventure, Music Theory, and Trader Joe's Beer Bread Mix. Hey, if you like what you hear and you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash obg. Everything that comes in from there goes to cover our monthly podcasting costs, which we appreciate. Thanks. Welcome, everyone, to the Inverse Genius Podcast. Welcome to Fortnightly. Uh, I am the person that is and will be your host for this episode. It's Bruce Vogue. It's me. Hey. Uh, I'll tell you where to find me on the internet uh, at Bruce Go Thinks in most places. Uh, if you heard the show before, you already know about that. But another thing you need to be aware of, because we've l- let me have the keys to this thing, is it's yet another party game cast takeover of Fortnightly. So joining me on the show, as always, to my left is Rocky. It's a me. It's a Hello. you. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? You know, not bad. I'm not used to operating this thing. I imagine I'm going to bump it into a lot of stuff, and I just hope that I don't take the tines of it and punch through any important boxes. That's it's all okay. I'm really worried about here. Pretty sure they have decent insurance, so it should be okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I hope so. So tell everybody where on the wilds of the internet they can find you. Oh my gosh! So uh, I am at Rocky Chica, R O C K I C H I C A, on Twitter and I think Instagram. And if you really search, you could find me on Facebook, but it's not under Rocky spoilers. <laughs> so good luck on that one. But really, just just look for me on Twitter. It's probably the best place at me at me, bro. <laughs> and and also joining us, you may know him from the many projects he's worked on, such as the Party Gamecast featuring the Party Gamecast, a podcast about party games, cape take parties. It's Mike. Hi, how you doing? I'm I'm all right, Mike. How are you? I'm I'm getting through this whole thing. Yeah, it's just a whole gosh darn thing, isn't it? So is this where we talk about how the behind the scenes, we just finished recording a, an episode of uh, Party Game Cast featuring Party Game Cast? No, we don't explain that at all whatsoever. Oh, we never. We don't tell. Oh, OK, when, we do. We don't explain that. That's what just happened. No, we, we OK. We never say that. OK, we didn't. We never say that. Uh, as you know, normally this is the point where I'd ask, hey, where do you want people to find you in the wilds of the Internet? But the answer is you don't. Not really. No, I'm I'm incognito. I understand. So that's why I'm not going to pose that question to you. I'm going to take that moment <laughs> for everyone to process. If you want to find Mike, contact me at Brusco thinks on Twitter, and I will ask him for his answer and then type it back as if I'm his secretary. Awesome. <laughs> uh, if you really need to know that badly. That is excellent. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that for some reason this is your first episode of Fortnightly, sorry. Uh, this is the show where every two weeks we come out, we just talk about whatever's exciting us at the moment, whatever we like. This is not an expert perspective. This is simply that we are excited about a thing and we hope that we can make you excited about it as well so you can do a little bit more research. So we're going to start with Rocky on this one. Rocky. Hello. Hey, what have you been into the last couple of weeks that you want to tell everybody about? So it's not new. Apparently, it's about a year old, but I stumbled upon a game called Alba, a wildlife adventure on Steam because it was on sale because sale. I mean, come on. Of course, of course. And uh, it's adorable. Uh, First off, every download of the game, they will plant a tree. And you are right. You're a little girl 
<laughs> do you really think they're going to plan a tray or do you think they're just going to say they're going to plan a tray? Those are sustainable Thanks. pixels. How dare you impugn them? Uh, <laughs> no, they're they're actually uh, uh, going to plan a tree like and have. I think they've planted uh, the article I'm looking at from January from last year says they've done 450,000 trees. And that was a year ago. Wow. So their goal, I know, was a million. I don't okay. know. I haven't actually researched because that's work. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> We're talking about fun. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about know. this game. You're on an island. Go. So you're you're a little girl visiting your grandparents on an island in the Mediterranean, and there's a wildlife preserve that at one point was destroyed by a fire. And the mayor has decided he's going to build a tourist hotel on it and tear it down. So everyone is very upset and she decides that she's going to get signatures for a petition to stop the hotel. And by doing that, a lot of it involves photographing every animal on the island, including the elusive lynx on the island. They say the king of the island, I believe. And it's uh, the lynx. Yes, is the lynx. You know, cat with the pointy ears. Yeah, the lynx. lynx. Yeah. Lynx. And uh, you have a little friend that goes with you and you have missions that you solve. You clean up garbage on the island. You repair some of the guide signs with photos with your photos. And you rescue animals from oil and trash. And it's adorable. It's very low stakes. It's just peaceful. You use your your little phone camera to find animals and take cute pictures of them. It's very cute and meditative. It's a, as they say, it's a vibe. So the game's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe. So if you, I would say it's a good family game. So if you have children, I think they would be really into it. And the game even comes with, as you find different animals and different bird species on the island, there you have a guidebook that will tell you about that species and it'll even play like what their call is. So as you're walking, you can hear it and go, Oh, that's a such and such and know that you can go take a picture of it. That's kind of neat. Oh, which is pretty- I like that. Yeah. But- that is very yeah. cool. When you say you have like a little friend that comes with you, is that like a little animal friend or like another human being? <laughs> it is. It is another human being. I expected animal friend. I lost that bet. No. It's another little girl that you knew when you were there, when you were little and she had missed you very much, which was very cute. And there was some hand holding at the end, which, uh, oh, yeah, because her visit's over. So she's going to go back home at the end. Okay. So is there like any game that maybe is a little more popular that this feels like, where it's like, if you like this, then you'll also like this game. Huh? I would say it's a more chill open-ended version of maybe Pokemon snap. That's what I was going to ask about. Cause yeah. to me, Pokemon snap is very much a shooting gallery. If you like the idea of kind of shooting things, but you don't like the idea of anything dying or remotely getting hurt, but the idea of like being on a ride and kind of playing like one of those arcade game rides, like the buzz light ear seems cool to you. Mm-hmm. It's not quite that you walk around the Island, you repair things. You say, Oh, look, there's an animal over there. You talk to villagers and they say, hey, can you do this thing for me? And you say, sure, because NPC quests. Yeah. <laughs> because, of course. But uh, it, it's great. I very much enjoyed it. It was peaceful. It was calm and it helped me forget everything else that was going on in the world at the moment. Nice, nice, nice. And then once again, uh, for people that want to find this, that want to want to get into this, uh, what is it called? Where can you find it again? Give us all the details. It is called Alba, 
a wildlife adventure, A-L-B-A. It's the name of the little girl. Uh, I found it on Steam. I'm sure you can find it from the publisher's website. Hang on, let me let me look. Apparently, according to this article, it's a partnership with a reforestation charity called Ecology with an I at the end. But uh, it's the studio behind the game is Us Two Games, U-S-T-W-O. So I'm sure on one of their websites you could find it. But, you know, if you're lazy like me, Steam. Find it on Steam. I mean, that, that's where all computer games live now. Yeah. Most of them, yeah. 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 An awful lot of them. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. With that, we're now going to move on to Mike. Uh, we've covered our required uh, daily recommended dose of some kind of game on this show. Uh, so now we're going to slide over to you, Mike. It's now time to cover things you watch. Uh, so, Mike, what is it that has excited you over the past couple weeks? So it's not really the past couple of weeks. It's actually the past couple of months for me. Um, okay. But since I haven't been on the show before, I got a little more time to play with. Um, of so I, for a long time, I have been sort of enamored of anything that involves like experts explaining what they're experts at. Because okay. they can explain it in a great amount of detail. And when they're good at explaining in the first place, just the the art of explaining things you can get these deep understandings of sort of esoteric things that um, you would think you'd never be able to understand and they're, they make them accessible to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So for a long time, I've been watching these various videos by experts on, on YouTube. Uh, It started out with some science stuff and some math stuff. Um, For some reason, recently I went down a rabbit hole and went into music theory. Now, I know nothing about music theory. Nothing at all. I can't read music. I can't play an instrument. I I can maybe find the time signature of a song if I hear it. That's about it. Um, okay. But I have gone sort of deep into a rabbit hole, and I've been um, watching uh, several different um, uh, YouTube channels, uh that uh, are they're, they're fairly large. A couple of them are really big. Uh, Rick Beato is okay. a huge one. He's got you know several million hits on on his uh, videos, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And he is a music theorist who has taught for a while. Um, uh, I think I think he taught at Ithaca. So I mean, professor of music. Yeah. Um, another professor, uh, Doug Helvering, that he goes by Doctor Doug, um, mm-hmm. and a. Another one who is not actually a professor, but she was a, a professional or is a professional uh, opera singer who mm-hmm. is also a vocal coach. Uh, she goes by the the charismatic voice on um, on uh, YouTube, and mm-hmm. they do a lot of like analyzing of music that I've heard before in a way that I have never listened to it before because I don't have the ear of an expert. Okay. Um, so for example, um, when I hear, when I listen to the charismatic voice do these things, um, she's saying, oh, look at what he's doing with his voice in this song. Um, Mm -hmm. here's how that is done. Here's why you do that. Um, and I like how he has done X, Y, and Z. Um, and suddenly I think about. I found myself thinking about these songs that I've heard some of them a million times before in a different way. Okay. Um, 
And even though I don't understand all the music theory behind it, and hers is actually the charismatic voice is fairly light on music theory. It's a lot of uh, vocal stuff. Okay. So more like technique. Hers is a lot of technique. Um, and it's a lot of her being introduced to music that she wasn't familiar with before. Okay. Uh, Apparently her husband is into a lot of metal and stuff. Uh, she is a, as I mentioned, an opera singer. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where she's coming from. So she was not previously introduced to these things before. So it's a lot of reaction sort of videos from her too. Okay. Um, Whereas someone like uh, Rick Beato is, uh, here's why people like this song. He does a, a whole series on like, here's why this song is great. And he breaks down the song. He's been a music producer. He's a music theorist. He explains all the, the chord progressions and the modes and keys and everything. Um, and I, I don't know why I find myself fascinated by even that really technical stuff that I don't quite grasp but it is fascinating i i urge everyone to check these out so i would say here's what i'm going to say mike because you found your way down this rabbit hole and you've said you don't understand or you don't know theory at all i certainly don't so if you're if anybody out there is listening and they want to kind of find their way into the beginnings of this rabbit hole where specifically would you point them to start uh among these three i would probably point you at the charismatic voice because I think okay. if nothing else, we've all, you know, sung in the shower or something like that. And we've mm-hmm. all listened to people singing and listen to songs. And we go, okay, that's at least something that we all do. We don't yeah. all play guitar. We don't all, you know, play keyboards or drums or anything like that. We don't all know the circle of fifths and what mixolydian modes are. These are words I learned recently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but we all kind of sing. Even if it's just alone because we're embarrassed by our voices like me. Yeah. Uh, so at least that's an entrance point where you can go, oh, so that's what that's supposed to sound like and have a professional explain to you what's going on, like where in the throat this is coming from and how, you know, this style of music tends to use this style of singing more often. And you can hear it more and more the more you hear about uh, of this stuff. And it's also interesting getting sort of a a fresh of uh, a fresh pair of eyes or a fresh pair okay. of ears, I guess, on yeah. on a piece of music you've heard a million times before. Um, because she's got some blank spots in her uh, experience of music that are really surprising for an American, uh, <laughs> I think. So then, like, give me an example, because there's clearly I have to imagine when you're saying this, there's one you're like thinking of that is the one where you're like, I can't believe she didn't know that, but it was a cool perspective to see. So, like, she'd never heard Metallica before, any Metallica before. Wow. I don't know how that's possible. You, you, It might not be your favorite music in the world, but how do you not have like she just completely it missed her Um, and she's not like. 13 or something this woman i mean she's married uh she's you know she has a a career she's at least in her late 20s probably in her 30s like yeah i don't know how you have not heard metallica before but she she hasn't um so when she analyzes metallica it's like it's weird it's almost like you're hearing it for the first time too and you're hearing it from someone with this background in um, 
in vocal training. So she's mm-hmm. saying, okay, well, this hear how he elongates this vowel and changes it so that he can elongate it and yada, yada, yada. And it's, it's a really interesting take on some of the songs that you probably already know before. Wow. The, and, and I'll ask one more because that's clearly the one where you were shocked by her knowledge for any of them. Is there one that sticks out to you where you're like, that's a thing I would never have imagined and I want people to know that this kind of cool thing is out there. Is there some song, is there one of these where it got sort of deconstructed and reconstructed uh, where you think of it and you're like, that's the one I want people to see? Huh. I, for me, I'm okay. Even though I don't know music theory, mm-hmm. a lot of the music I like tends to be some of the stuff that musicians like apparently um, okay. because it's a lot more complicated. Uh, so seeing things that are prog rock and prog metal broken down is amazing. Okay. Um, if you are at all interested in those things, seeing them broken down by an expert is fascinating because even they are usually blown away because everyone who makes those things, uh, tech, uh, generally, they are technically fantastic at what they do. Okay. Um, they are themselves like... For example, the uh, a lot of people talk about you know the grandpappies of modern um, prog rock or prog metal are uh, Dream Theater, and they met okay. at Berkeley School of Music, which is a mm-hmm. big music school. They were oh, all yeah. there, like experts, kind of. They're not professors, but they were they were masters of their instrument and met there. So the music they make is ridiculously technical. Um, and if you listen to it, it sounds cool. And you, if you're like me, you don't really know why. Okay. And hearing someone break that down is kind of fascinating. Very cool. Very cool. So then I'm going to ask one more time so that people can find what you're talking about. What are the names of the three channels that you're suggesting once again? So uh, I, uh, the, the vocal one is called the Charismatic Voice. This is on, all on YouTube. Okay. Um, it's called uh, the Charismatic Voice. Um, then uh, there's uh, Doctor Doug is uh, just Doug Helvering. That's H E L V E R I N G. Okay. He is a professor, and he I think teaches uh, choral music. Um, okay. And the uh, last one is Rick Beato, uh, B E A T O, and he's. Uh, one who is more, probably more technical than the other two. And if you're at all interested in that stuff, he could take you way down the music theory rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, if you're into that kind of stuff, check it out. You have those channels. Uh, I'm going to back clean up here. And normally, you know what this means is it's time to tuck in for a good solid uh, 40 minutes of Bruce is super happy about something. Uh, but I've decided this time to pick something so simple. Even I can't talk very long about it, but I definitely want you to try it. As we're recording this, as you're hearing this, we just passed St. Patrick's Day, uh, which for me is a a food holiday. For some people, it's a drinking holiday. I get it. Uh, And for some people, it it just is. But this means that stores are going to have sort of their St. Patrick's-themed foods that have come out. And the thing that I'm going to suggest to you, I thought I would never be this person where I tell you to go here and get things, uh, but Trader Joe's. 
certainly a character that has uh, been made a lot of fun of for all the different things uh, that he's done and all the times he's changed his name to sell products. This time it's just Trader Joe's. It's Trader Joe's beer bread mix. You simply add beer and butter to what they've given you, and it makes an amazing bread. And I tested it out, and I have to say, I'm going to go back and buy more boxes of this so I have it through the rest of the year. It is a bisquick simple. You literally dump a can of beer into a bowl, dump the everything they've given you in the box, lightly mix it up, put it into a, a some sort of a bread pan, uh, take half a stick of butter, uh, melted, pour it on top, put it in the oven for an hour and you have bread and it's amazing. And I would say, I wouldn't even necessarily call it bread. That's not fair. It's a beer cake. It's a fantastic beer butter loaf cake. That is wonderful. Now this is a thing I haven't tested. It says on the package. Uh, and I want to make sure I say this correctly. A 12 ounce beer or carbonated beverage, which means if you want to make Coke bread, I don't think we're going to stop you. I made, I took, I was like, Hey, we're doing St. Patrick's day. I grabbed a Guinness extra stout, dumped that in. It was fantastic. You could definitely taste the Guinness in the beer bread cake mixture that we had. It was absolutely fantastic. I wonder like how would coffee Coke be in this? I don't know. Uh, maybe we need to try a Coke cake. I don't, maybe a Pepsi cake's the way to go. The only way to find out is to buy some more of this. Uh, I am. I cannot tell you how excited I am about it and how little I can say past that you should try it <laughs> because there is not much to add to this except that I very much enjoyed it. Rocky has had some of the bread. What are your thoughts? It is so good. It, it's like a, a lighter pound cake. <laughs> it, if that makes any sense because it's it's dense, but it's not like a rock like pound cake can be. And it's, I'm going to use the word, it's moist and it's flavorful and it's good. And even the, the crust around the edge isn't quite like a bread crust. It's more like a cake, like yeah. it's been touching the pan. It's fantastic. Pretty much it's a beer cake. And, and because it's called a bread, you can feel better about eating it. That's really all it is. And it is a fall off a chair simple to make. As long as you have an oven, I cannot suggest it enough. Once again, Trader Joe's beer bread mix. Just add beer and butter. Once again, if you're out there uh, in verse genius land, Fortnite lease, and you try it with another beverage, let me know. I might get enough of these that I do try like a Coke bread cake just to see what happens. What I can tell you is, is that you very much could taste the beer. You could taste the Guinness extra stout in this. So if you do it with Coke, you're very much going to taste the Coke, which is either going to be awesome or horrible. And I do not know which it is going to be. But once again, if you have a local Trader Joe's near you and you're willing to, to do it. Yes, Rocky. Uh, my vote is for Dr. Pepper. Yeah, oh, a Dr. Pepper yeah. uh, bread. And you can't. I hope you can hear me doing bunny quotes. A Dr. Pepper bread. Uh, would probably be what's great is that when you're taking that and then you're pour, putting butter on it, you're putting more butter on it and you're like, but no, it's not as bad as cake. It's it's every bit as bad as cake, but it's wonderful and well worth checking out. Uh, if you're out there, that is the positive thing I'm going to say. Uh, there's no, I don't think I can say any more words about it. I think I've done everything I need to do. Uh, so yeah, there you go. You have a brand new video game to check out some brand new YouTube channels uh, that are out there and available for you and a brand new thing to eat. I think we've done uh, our requirement of everything we need to tell you about this fortnightly. Once again, remember, we come back every 
two weeks. You can find us uh, Inverse Genius at, I believe, at on, at Inverse Genius on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure if I've messed this up that either one of the adults will come in the room and will dub over what I've had to say so that you know all the places uh, that you can go. That's probably not how I should phrase that, but that sure is how I just said that. Um, once again, I've been your host, Bruce. Joining me, and by all means, tell everybody where they can find you. Rocky. I am Rocky. You can find me at Rocky Chica on Twitter. And Mike. I am Mike, and you can find me through Bruce, my personal secretary. Yes. <laughs> Whatever I can do, sir. Whatever they ask. I'll help you with. And we're all part of a little podcast called the Party Gamecast Fish and the Party Gamecast podcast about party games, games you take to parties. If you want to learn about party games, we are a place you could, I suppose you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. can try that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And once again, Vaguely remember if there's informative. Yeah. It's a, it is slightly informative. Uh, and we also we... sometimes, yeah. We also talk about food there sometimes. So it's not entirely dissimilar to what we did here. We prattle on. We talk about food. We talk mm-hmm, about a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob's your uncle. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Remember, if there's something out there you're passionate about or you have any feelings about what we're doing here, uh, check us out on Facebook, Inverse Genius. We'd love to talk to you there at Inverse Genius on Twitter. I think if I'm wrong, I guarantee you I'll be corrected because I think it also could be at board at on board games. And I forget, which is why we never let me run the show because uh, we're afraid I'm going to swing it into something and break some boxes. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Once again, if there's something you'd like to talk about, uh, please let us know. If you have any opinions on either, uh, once again, what's the name of the game, Rocky? Alba Animal, or excuse me, a wildlife adventure. <laughs> so if you're on any wildlife adventures, you learn anything new about music theory, or you try this amazing bread cake, uh, let us know. We'd love to talk to you. Once again, if there's something you want to talk about, let us know. We'd love to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, and we will be back uh, for our game of tell and tell in two weeks. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for this episode of the Inverse Genius Podcast. The Inverse Genius Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 License. Thank you.